special week organized by the Holy Spirit to bless you in a tremendous way. So I do not want you to miss any moment, any section of this program. Stay tuned, stay connected. Invite your friends, your loved ones, let them join in and their life will never remain the same again. Amen. You'll be impacted by the word of God. You'll be impacted by the manifestations of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. And I know that your life will never remain the same again. Remember, it's atmosphere for miracles. And miracles are coming to your home. Amen. Oh, I said miracles. Miracles are coming to your home. Amen. Miracles are coming to your doorstep. Amen. Wherever you are, your miracle is coming. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Your miracle is coming. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In this atmosphere of the Spirit, your miracle is coming. In the atmosphere of the word. Amen. Amen. We are also live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook and live on YouTube. Amen. Amen. So you want to be on, on YouTube or you have a friend, you have someone, call the person, let the person join and watch on YouTube. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to touch their lives in a tremendous manner. Amen. Amen. Remember, don't miss any section. Do well to join. Stay in. Stay tuned. Your life will never remain the same again. Amen. Amen. To me, yeah, oh, they are. To me, yeah, oh, they are. To me, to me, 
chapter 11, I'm teaching on Ginomai. Today I'll be teaching on Ginomai and the subsequent days I'll be teaching on the power of the Holy Spirit. I didn't hear glory there. It's very, very important and that's why I say make sure you are part of us. We have been teaching a lot of things lately. Have we not been teaching a lot of things? Yeah, we've been teaching on faith. We've been teaching on the authority of the Christian. We are actually teaching you what you have. So that when you know what you have, and when you know who you are, you can put what you have to work. Amen. Amen. So when you look at all our teachings that we've been giving throughout the months, we are been teaching, we are teaching 
the Christian, the body of Christ, you that are watching, we are teaching you what you have, who you are, and what you can do. It's important that you know some of these things. Amen. Amen. So today we are talking about Ginomai. Amen. Amen. Ginomai. Maybe you've heard us shout Ginomai, Ginomai. You are wondering, what does that mean? Amen. Amen. Ginomai is a Greek word. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word? Hallelujah. Now, the word Ginomai means to cause to be. It means to cause to be. It also means to cause to become. Amen. It means to bring into existence. Amen. It means to bring into existence. It means to create. So when we say that Ginoma, it means that we are creating things. It is we are causing things to be. Amen. Amen. We are causing people to be. We are causing visions to be. Amen. We are causing things to be. Come on, shout glory. glory. Shout glory. glory. So Ginomai means to bring into existence. It means to create. It means to cause to happen out of nothing. Amen. Amen. So maybe you have nothing in your home. Today, you are coming to see something. Amen. That is the creation power of God. The creation power of the word. The creative power of the word of God. The creative power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Now, oh, shout glory. glory. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Very important. Oh, you see, we are not ordinary people. The Christian is not an ordinary person. When you are born again, you are not ordinary. God expects you to lean on Him, on His Word to grow. And God also expects you to function like Him. Amen. Amen. So God, God created us in Christ Jesus to look like Christ and to function like Christ. That is why we kept on teaching on faith. So that you can walk the walk of faith. Or you can do the work of faith. We kept on teaching on authority. The lordship of Jesus. The lordship of the church. So that you can function in authority just like Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So that I'm bringing to you another, another level of functioning. An understanding of the way the Christian is supposed to function in the mind of God. God functions also by creating. Creation. Displays God's functional ability. Amen. Amen. So God is a creator. And sometimes people don't understand. God is mysterious to many people. Amen. But the word of God demystifies God to us. So sometimes when we talk about the creation, it looks like God is sovereign and he created all things. But when you're a student of the word of God, you would understand how this thing happened. And how the scripture says that God has given us that privilege to be able to create things also just like him. Amen. Amen. So that we can create visions. Amen. Amen. So that we can create jobs. So that we can create contracts. 
so that we can create clients and customers. We have been given that part, that power, and that privilege to be able to do what God can do. Come on, shout glory. Because, not because we are human beings trying to do things like God, but because we are children of God who function like Him. God is expecting His children to know what He's able to do or to know what He knows and function accordingly. Shout glory. glory. So Hebrews, did you hear what I just said? God is expecting His children to know what He knows. That is why He has given us His word. And that knowing, that knowledge will propel us to function like he functions. Who heard what I just said? Shout powerful man of God. Who wants to function like God? Who wants to function like God? Who believes you can function like God? Or you can function like a child of God? Amen. As a child of God, you ought to be able to function. You start at a particular level. Amen. You need to be able to express your faith. Just like God expresses his faith. You need to be able to exercise authority, dominion, just like our lordship, just like God expresses dominion or lordship or authority. So you study the account of Jesus in the Gospels. Hallelujah. And you see the kind of works that Jesus was doing. He touched the people. He preached the Gospel. And then he did works. He says, the works that I do, they shall you do also. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, sir. That's what Jesus said. That's not what the man of God says. That's what I said, do you want to function like God? Somebody will say, hey, what is this man of God talking about? Jesus made it possible. He said that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he or she do also. He that believeth. Not, not he that preaches. He that believeth. Not he that is called an apostle. It says he that believeth. Not he that is called an evangelist. Did you hear what I just said? Do you believe? Have you believed in Jesus? That is the qualification. Amen. Just if you believe in me, that's what Jesus said. The master's own words. If you believe in me, it says the works that I do, the works that who does, he Jesus does. Says the works that I do, they shall you do also. Is that not powerful? Sometimes when you study the scriptures and you stumble on such a scripture, doesn't it amaze you? Amen. Is that a story? Is Jesus just trying to pump us and make us feel good? No. Why will he say that? He said that before his resurrection. He said that before his death and his resurrection. Because he had foreseen us. He had foreseen which people? The Christian, the church, you that is born again. So says, the works that I do, says, shall you do also. And greater works than these shall you do. So what is God's expectation or Christ Jesus' expectation of you? He is expecting us to do his works and to do greater works than he does or than he did. Is that not true? Is this not an interpretation? Did I write that scripture? He that believeth on me. The criteria is to believe on Christ. So if you have believed in Christ and you've confessed him as the Lord of your life, you are born again. If you are born again, one of Christ's expectation, one of his expectations concerning you is to do his works and to do greater works. 
But you see, you cannot do his works or do greater works if you don't understand who you are and what you can do, like I'm saying. What are some of his works? He turned water into wine. What are some of his works? He cast out demons. What are some of his works? He laid hands on the sick and they recovered. The works of Jesus. So Peter said that our God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. It says, who went about doing good? That word doing good means to do philanthropy. Do you hear what I said? Yes, sir. And healing all that were oppressed. So he healed the sick. He cast out devils. And he did good. So the scripture says when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said, they want wine. Come on. Why? Is that not powerful? It's powerful. Oh, said so that is powerful. Because when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said, they want wine. Do you know what he told Jesus? Yes, sir. They wanted wine. They could have gone to just prepare another wine. Amen. Amen. But his mother believed in his works. The works of Jesus. What so, this week, whatsoever you want will be created in your life. Amen. Whatsoever you are expecting shall come to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatsoever you are expecting shall be ginomined. I say shall be ginomined. Amen. Amen. When sometimes I study on such a scripture, the works he that believes on me the works that I do, shall he do also? Am I challenging somebody there? The works that I do, shall you do also? And even greater works shall you do? So we have works to do. Amen. The lowest level of Christianity is when people are just trained to just depend on God to come and do something for them. It's the lowest level of understanding of Christianity. You know what I just said? I said it's the lowest level of understanding of, the, of Christianity or of the Christian. Because he, calls, he has called us to works. He has called us to do good works. He has, he has called us to produce his kind of works. Because we are born of him. We are identified with Christ. Did you know what I just said? When Christ sees you, he sees his look alike. When Christ watches you on this earth, from where he's seated, he's watching his look alike. The Christian is the look alike of Christ. Say, I am, I am the look alike of Christ. Shall <laughs> glory. So it's very important that some of these things, we give ourselves to some of these things. It's very important that we come to an understanding of some of these things. What we can do. What can you do? Wherever you find yourself now. Maybe you are tormented. You are afflicted. Maybe you are going through troubles and challenges. I'm asking you a question. What can you do about that challenge? What can you do about that trouble? What can you do about that affliction? What can you do about that situation? What can you do about that disappointment? You can do something. I can do something. I said you can do something. I can do something. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this week I'll be handing into your hands, into your hands, some another kind of keys. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And don't miss throughout the week be here. Kalabaso Tokopora. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. It says through faith. 
we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Is that not powerful? It says it is through faith that we understand that the world, that is the material world, that is the physical world, that which we see in the physical, the world that we see, the birds that we see, the fishes that we see, all the things that we see in the physical world. It is through faith we understand that this physical world was framed. How? It is by the word of God. So that things which are seen now, physically, visibly seen, were not made of things which do appear. Is that not powerful? So he's telling us something. You know, before Paul came with this revelation in Hebrews, amen, amen. we knew from Moses, the prophet, that God created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Amen. Moses was not there when God was creating. So how did Moses know? Moses got to know by revelation. So there is something about the revelation of God. Or the revelation of God's spirit. Or the revelation of God's word. Moses was not there. But through the revelation of the spirit, he got to know that this whole world was created by God. And then you read Genesis, which will be going very soon. So that God creating the world. Amen. Amen. So that God creating the world. So Moses gave us an account of how God did it. Amen. Amen. Was that not powerful? powerful. Thank you, Prophet Moses. Ah. Amen. Amen. Then when you step into the new, the Apostle Paul now tries to explain to us how it actually happened. Amen. The agents involved. How it happened. Moses told us it happened like this. But Paul gives us a detailed explanation, expository of how it happened. Because he wants the Christian to know. So even though the Old Testament folks, Moses knew how it happened and recorded it for us. Paul wants to liken the happening to us. He wants us to know that this is how it, is, it was done. And so that we, through that understanding, can also do something similar. You see, in Christianity, God expressed us. Don't you see what Jesus said? Jesus said, talked about the Father. says, what the Father does is what I do. Amen. Amen. So God, Christ Jesus, copied the Father. And did exactly what the Father did. Or does. In the Gospels, in the Epistles, we are expected to copy Christ. Who heard what I just said? And to do what Christ can do. And that is the Christian, that is the glory of the Christian life. The glory of the Christian life is not, is not when we are faced with troubles and we are running from place to place. No. The glory of the Christian life is when we are faced with challenge. Ah. And then we act like that prophet David in the Bible. Who says that today I will kill you and give your body to the, your, to the best of the earth. To the best of the earth. 
Is that not true? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. That is why you see the book of Acts. A special book that records the acts of the church. The acts of the spirit through the church. Or the acts of the church through the spirit. So some call it the acts of the apostles. Some call it the acts of the spirit. Those are works. So Jesus did his works. He left. But he did not, he did not just leave us to be calling on him. You know what I said? He left us. Or he left for us to be able to occupy till he comes. So the disciples that walked with Jesus. Oh, who is following what I'm saying? Wherever you are. Disbelieve the fact that you can't do anything. And believe the truth of God's word that I can do. Paul said, I can do all things. That was Paul speaking. Paul the apostle. That was not God speaking. Do you know what I just said? I said that was not God speaking. That was Paul the apostle speaking. So you see, that is why we organize these programs. So that we are training you. So that we are learning. We are being trained. We are being, we are being trained. We are learning. We are all learning things. And we are learning things. Well, you used to think that everything depends on, on God. If God doesn't do, ask for me, I'm in trouble. No, no. Come on, shout glory. glory. The Christian is not the one with problems going from place to place. Mm. The Christian is the victorious person in Christ Jesus. Mm. He's a partaker of the victory of Christ Jesus. Mm. And is learning through knowledge to enforce these victories and to experience the glory of this victory. Hallelujah. Is that not powerful? powerful. So many Christians have a problem mentality. But it's important we understand we have a works mentality and we have a victory mentality. Regardless of what we are going through, what you are going through doesn't define you. Can I speak to somebody right now? What you are going through, your challenge, your trial does not define you. What defines you is who you are in Christ Jesus. What defines you is what God's word has said concerning you. That's what Paul says, count it all joy. It's when you fall into diverse trials. It says, count it all joy. Why should you count it all joy when you are in trials? Because your victory is assured. That victory is not assured after the trial. It has already been assured in Christ Jesus. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Say, I am victorious in Christ. Say, I am victorious in Christ. We are not defeated people. We are not troubled people. We are full of glory. Who heard what I just said? Who heard what I just said? Shout glory. So when the enemy throws his shots, there is problem here. There is problem there. There is this challenge. There is that challenge. You wake up and say, in the name of Jesus, I am more than a conqueror. Did you hear what I just said? You see how Paul was speaking? He says that I am more than a conqueror. He was, he was in challenges. He was in what we call tribulation. Under pressure. There were times that that young man of God, all the people left him. 
Yet in the midst of all that, ah, ah, he says, I am more than a conqueror. He said, if God be for me, he says, who can be against me? Do you understand what I'm saying? So the Christian is not a, a kind of defeated person full of problems. Telling everybody the t- problems. Telling everybody the truth. T- that is a wrong perception of Christianity. Amen. It's a wrong mentality that has been programmed into the church over years. So many Christians only think problem. They never think the victory in Christ. They never think the works that they can do. It is for we are his workmanship. Are you here? Are you here tonight? It is for we are his workmanship. It is created in Christ Jesus. I am his workmanship. Did you hear what I just said? I said, did you hear what I just said? For we are his workmanship. Speak in tongues wherever you are. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. My trouble is not what defines me. My cha- I'm speaking to somebody right now. My challenge is not what defines me. I'm defined by the glory of the word. I'm defined by the glory of Christ. I'm defined by my identity in Christ. Oh, shatakapa satakaya. Leko soko poro tosiki malakataya. Abuzi kapalakata. Zete zete makutasa. Raboko seperi katusu kuparakata. Lift up your voice. Le gabo zege zege balakataya. Rapaka sete koposo. Bi kabako se. Valete ke sepete kusa pura kata. Veleke te prakata kata. Maleko sopokoto koso. Ligo sopokoto koso. Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? The Christian is not a weak person. No. No. We are, we are training ourselves. We are building ourselves in the word. To produce certain kinds of glory. To produce, to exhibit some kind of works. In the name of Jesus. So it says, through faith we understand. Is that not powerful? That the material world were all framed. That word he uses for frame is katatizo. That's a Greek word there. It means to fix. It means to fit. It means to rearrange. It means to realign. Are you following what I'm saying? It means to put in order. So it is through faith we understand that the wells were framed. Were fixed. Were fit. It says how? It says by the word of God. So the word of God can fix things. The word of God can fit things. The word of God can rearrange things. Did you know what I just said? The word of God. It says by the word of God. By what? The word of God. So he tells us, that's why I said the New Testament. In the New Testament, God is not mysterious. Because he tells us how it is done. Amen. Amen. If we just read the account of Moses in Genesis, we only say that God, 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and then God said, light be. And God said, fishes be. Then we say, God is supreme. Thank you, Lord. Then we are just there watching him. But you see, in the New Testament, he reveals his person. He reveals his works. He reveals his acts to us. Amen. And he reveals the mystery of his acts. Did you hear what I just said? He reveals the mystery of his works to us. That means that he opens to us how it is done. Oh, is that not powerful? powerful. Did you hear what I just said? So he tells us that the words were framed, how? It says, by the word of God. Now the word of God that is, oh, is this Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3? Are you there? Are you there? The word is translates word of God. The word, word of God there is not logos. It's rema. It's what? It's rema. It's grammar. So they saw that the things which are seen in the physical were not made of things which do appear. So it means that through the word now, that word it translated were not made of things. That word made is ginomai. So they saw that the things which are seen in the physical were not ginomined. Were not made to become, to be. Of things we do appear. Things we do appear there means that things that are obvious, things that you can see, that are brought to the light that you can see. Amen. Amen. Who is following what I'm teaching right now? So it is through faith that we can comprehend or we understand that the world that we see, this physical world that we see, all the things we see in the visible world, in the material world, were framed by the word of God. They were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen now, he tells us how. Things which we see now were not made of things which are already in existence. That means that what the word of God did was to bring into existence what was not there. It means the word of God has a creative ability. The word of God has a creative force. The word of God is able to bring into existence what is not there. So when a person carries the word of God, the person is able to bring into existence what is not there. Is that powerful? So he's giving us an understanding that what we see in the physical world actually came through the word of God. Actually came out of what was not pre-existing. So those things were not there. And, and, and God just took them and just did another one like it. No. He brought it into existence. He caused it to become. He caused the fishes to be. Do you know what I just said? He caused the human heart to be. He caused the human blood to be. To become. The color of the human blood that we see is the way it is because it was made to become by the word of God. Whoever I just said right now. Whoever I just said right now. So now, if Paul tells us that the physical world was brought into existence by the word of God, the physical world world was made to be, to become, was created through the word of God. 
then that is powerful. Is that not powerful? There are two important agents or two important persons of creation. You can add that word that is very important. It talks about the word of God. Did you talk about that? Amen. Amen. Let me tell you this. The word of God that we teach you. The word of God that we ask you to learn. The word of God that we ask you to know has a creative ability. That means that that word, the word of God can create things. It means the word of God can bring into existence in your life what is not there. So there is no money. You are broke. The word of God in your spirit and the word of God working through you. And I'll show you how. Just like God. Just like Christ. He says when they wanted wine, it means there was no wine. The wine had finished. So there was no wine. There was what? Did I read that? Did I write that scripture? Did I write that scripture? In the Gospel of John, chapter two, says when they went for the wedding, and when there was no wine, no wine means what? No wine. No wine means what? It means no wine. Means no wine. It means nothing. So there was nothing. But it caused wine to be. He caused wine to become. He brought wine into existence. Come on. That is what Jesus did. Who was he copying? His father. So when there was no wine, he actually turned water into wine. Water became wine. Whoever I just said. That is ginomai. To cause to be. So that vision, that is nothing, can become something. That marriage that is nothing can become something. But he tells us that it's by the word of God. Oh, shout glory. If God had kept his word with him alone, and God's word was just with him, then he would have done us a disfavor. Whoever I just said. Thank God, God has not kept His word only with Him. He has given us His word. So now He is telling us here that through faith we understand that the world, the physical world, it means when you understand this, you can create your world. Amen. You can create the kind of world you want to live in. I want to live in a world of abundance. I want to live in a world of health. I've said that nothing works in the kingdom by assumption. Nothing works in the kingdom by wishes. There is no lucky in the kingdom. There is no what? I don't want to say lucky. So people say, you are lucky, oh. You are lucky, oh. If I'm lucky and I get this. If I'm lucky and I get that. In Christianity, we are not based on luck. In Christianity, we are not based on wishes. We are based, we are founded on the word. And by that word, we can create our world. You know what I'm just saying? Is that powerful? I said we can do what? What kind, the question is, what kind of world do you want to live in? That is why you are being trained. So you can graduate in the word. Amen. Amen. And katatizo things. Hey. And ginomai things. Hey. That means, oh, this word is not powerful. Yeah. 
to rearrange things. To rearrange. So through the word of God, I can rearrange things. I can rearrange my life. I've been disappointed for 10 years. I can rearrange it. Amen. That job is not coming. I can make it come. But you see, just hearing me like this, if you are new, you say, ah, what is this man talking about? Why? Because this is not what we've been teaching the body of Christ. So many are living a life that looks like they don't know how tomorrow will look like. Thank God we know our tomorrow. Oh, we know our tomorrow. We know our today. We know oh, our today. I know, I know, I know. Say, I know my today. I know my today. And I know my tomorrow. With this knowledge, I'm not staying here for a long time. Do you know what I just said? <laughs> I can see the glory of God in your home. I can see the glory of God. Shout glory. Now, I want to show you something briefly before I close. Very brief. There are two important persons of creation. Or two important agents of creation. Amen. Amen. All these agents were with God at the beginning. All these persons were with God. <laughs> oh, shout glory. glory. Take us to Genesis quickly. Genesis chapter 1. Oh, shapatasa parada. Call your friends and your loved ones. Tell them something is shaking in the system. You don't know what it means or what it feels to be able to see into tomorrow through the word. Or to see beyond your situation through the word. Shout powerful. Just in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. Amen. Verse 2 quickly. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So he reveals to us the Spirit of God. Then Paul reveals to us the Word of God. So there are two important persons or agents of creation. And that is what the word of God and the spirit of God. Or the spirit of God and the word of God. And in Genesis we are told all of these were in God. So God's spirit was in him. God's word was in him. Thank God for what Christ did. Is that not powerful? powerful yeah. So it says, and the Spirit of God was moving upon the face of the waters. And God said, God did what? Said. And God said, verse 3, light be, or let there be light. It says, and there was light, and God did what? Saw the light, that it was good. So, he said, light do what? Be. That is, that is, that is to ginomai. Light become. Or light come into existence. Light be. And light was. But you see, when, that's why I said, when you read it from the account of Moses, you will not fully comprehend or understand what actually went into it. You only read about how God created and said, which is powerful, but it's not, it is not enough. To cause you 
to know what you can do. So Paul came in now to give us that now the Spirit of God in Genesis moved upon the face of the waters. Then the Word of God says we're framed by the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. So putting those scriptures together, it means that the Word of God had a role to play. Is that true? Then the Spirit of God had a role to play. Amen. So when God said light be, he had released his word. Now, before we come back to Genesis, take us to the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 3, or verse 1 to 3. Let me just put these three scriptures. Only three scriptures is enough to cause you to begin to turn water into wine in your home. Amen. Amen. Or turn water into wine in your life. Or to turn some kind of bitter water into sweet water. Say, in the name of Jesus. Uh, it says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was, that is the logos. The word was with God. And the word was God. So God's word was with him. Amen. Amen. The person of God's word was with him. As his word. I always say that your word is you. You can express your feelings through your words. Amen. Amen. You express your actions through your words. You express your, 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 your vision through your words. Is that not powerful? That's why when you go for interview, we ask you questions to answer. We want you to say something so that we can know through what you say whether you are capable. Or whether you are qualified for the job. Is that true or false? And that is why when you wake up in the morning and you sit in a chair, nobody knows what you are looking for. Is that true? As the boss of your home, you just sit down like this. Nobody will know. But when you say, get me a cup of water, is that your word coming out? That word gives us what you need. Or lets us know what you need. So your word and you are one. Amen. Before you see somebody in your area coming against you to fight you because he has said that you have insulted him, your word has gone. Maybe you insulted him. Those are words. So when the words went out, those words that went out, you could have insulted him in yourself like this. And said in your mind that he is like this or like that. Is that true? Will he come and attack you? No. But once you say it out or you let your words out, your words describe you to yourself and to others. You know what I just said? So when you say something and it's an insult and the person just comes. Am I the one you are insulting me? How did he know you insulted him? Through your words. Who heard what I just said? That is how powerful your word is. So in, that is what he's talking about in John. When he says the same was in the... That this, is, this is more serious. He says in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So he says the word is equal with God. In fact, the word is God. And God is his word. You know what I just said? And that word was in God in the beginning. Until he released the word. So when he saw that there was darkness, he met a situation every time that the first person to ever meet a situation is God. God is the first person to ever meet you think you are the only one who have met a situation? Mm. 
<laughs> Shout glory. glory. It is, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form. And was empty. Was that not a condition? Yeah, it was a condition. Or a situation? Yes. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. A bad situation. But God was the first one to experience or witness a bad situation. Mm. Is that not powerful? But God, God, what God did was to let loose of his word. That was in him. So he said, he wanted light. Did he want light? But he had the word of God in him. The word of light was in him. So when he said, light be, he has, he had called forth light through his word. That light went into existence, into physical, went into existence, but not in the physical. So when he said light, or he called forth light, light came, but nobody could see the light. So what happened in the creation was, was the work of the word of God and the work of the Holy Spirit. That is why we are introduced to the Holy Spirit moving. The person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God's presence. God himself does not move. His spirit moves. If God wants to go to Tema, he won't move from his throne. His spirit will be in Tema. Hear what I just said. So the spirit of God is the spirit that proceeds from God. Oh, tomorrow I'll teach you something. Shout glory. Do you know what I just said? So whenever God said light be and the light was released then the spirit of the Lord incubated on that light and materialized that light. There is one thing saying that you can create a light and say I'm creating a light. There's another thing making that light visible. It is like there's one thing having a vision and saying it. There's another, another thing making that vision a reality in the physical. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the work of the Holy Spirit in creation was to materialize mm-hmm. the words that were spoken by God in Genesis. Hallelujah. Whoever I just said. I it, so that is how powerful the word and the spirit is. Yes, An operation of the word of God through the spirit. Whoever I just said. So if the Holy Spirit had not materialized light, the light would have been in the existence in the spirit. So this all things were made. That word made means ginomai. They were made to be. All things were made by him, the word. And says there was nothing that was made. That was made without the word. It says in the word is life. In him was life. That is why Jesus says the words that I speak unto you. Says they are spirit and they are life. So when I say unto you get pregnant. Based on the deposit of the word of God in my spirit. Because listen. All these things were happening with God. But you see in the chapter of the New Testament. Oh this New Testament. The word is given to us and the spirit is given to us. Whoever I just said. These are powerful truths. Say man, these are powerful truths. 
we are graduating into creation. I always said before Jesus comes, men will arise and will be creating things. Why? Because God did not hide the agents through which he created from us. That is the love of God. That is the love of God. He says, if he spared not his sons, but delivered him for us all. He says, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Think about it. Is that not powerful? So God said, continue. Oh, continue. Continue. Go back to Genesis and continue. Let me just show you one or two and then close with that right now. Amen. Call your friends and your loved ones. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for your love. He says, and God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Go to verse 5. Then God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Continue. And God said, God said, let there be a sky in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. Verse 7. And God made ginomai in Greek. And divided the waters which were under the firmament. That's the sky from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. Do you get what I'm saying? So all the things were spoken. Light be. It's just like it says skies be. It says land, dry land, appear. When you read, continue. It says dry land appear. And dry land appeared or became. So when he said dry land should appear, the dry land that we see now, the way we see it, was formed by the Holy Spirit. So when we get born again, what am I talking about? We have access to the word of God. When the word of God comes into your spirit, when you meditate on the word of God, and the word forms part of your spirit. When you soak yourself. That's why it says, let the word of God dwell in you in abundance. It says, out of the abundance of the heart. It says, the mouth speaks. Is that not powerful? It says, out of the abundance of the heart. It says, the mouth speaks. The abundance of the heart is the abundance of the word of God in your spirit. Amen. It says, out of that abundance, the mouth speaks. So when the word of God, you that are born again. When the word of God is so much loaded, it's in your spirit. When you are so loaded with the word of God and you release the word of God, what you release is rema. That's why I explained the rematizing the word. Did I explain that? It means that's why it says, through faith we understand that the word that is in us was released. Through faith we understand that the word that was in God was released, was rematized. So when we also load our spirit with the word of God, we also release the word. Now, when we release the word that we release, and we say that, be pregnant, those words have gone straight. The baby has been released. Hallelujah. But you see, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Is that what he said? So when we say that, the word has come, but it's still, the, the baby has come, but the baby is in the invisible. It cannot be seen. When we say that we see that contract, 
based on the deposit of the word, the deposit of the word of God that we have in our spirits, we say receive that contract. The contract has been released. But it is released as spirit. It is released as what? Spirit. So that contract is spirit. It needs to be incubated or hatched by the Holy Ghost. And you see, in the New Testament, we have access into the Word of God. We have access to the Word of God to draw the Word into our spirit. And in the New Testament also, we have the Holy Ghost in our spirit. It's only in the New Testament that you can have the Word of God in your spirit and have the Holy Ghost in your spirit just like God. Just like who? In Genesis. It's only in the New Testament. (laughs) God with His Word, with His Spirit working. Then in the New, because we are His children, it says because we are sons, God has sent His Spirit into our heart. So when you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit, just like God had the Holy Spirit in Genesis. Did you hear what I just said? Let me repeat. Say repeat. Repeat. Rewind. Say rewind. 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 Say rewind. 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 So when we are born, I said when we are born again, we have the Holy Spirit in our spirit, just like God had the Holy Spirit in His spirit at that time. And the Holy Spirit was proceeding from God. In this New Testament, the Holy Spirit has been given. The Holy Spirit is not about to be given. The Holy Spirit is not what we are calling to come. I say it every time. Because many Christians don't know this. You cannot be born again without the Holy Spirit. There is no one speaking by the Spirit cannot call Jesus accursed. And anyone speaking by the Spirit will say Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. So the Holy Ghost has been given to us. Listen to the the sentence. The Holy Ghost has been given to us. The Holy Spirit has been given to us. So we actually have this Holy Ghost that moved upon the face of the deep, living in the Christian now. Then we have the Word of God that was with God. Revealed the word of God that we read in the Bible is the person of God's word written in earthly language. Uh, Is the person of God's word, uh, the Logos. uh, So we have access to the word of God to carry the get the word of God into us in abundance. Hmm. So that when we have the word in us in abundance, plus the Holy Spirit is already in us, then with the word and the spirit, we can cause things to happen. Who heard what I just said? We heard it, sir. Is that not powerful? powerful Shout glory. glory. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, so he said, we are learning to cause visions to be. We are learning to cause things to come. We are learning to call things to come and they come. Who heard what I just said? So the combination of the word in your spirit... And the Holy Ghost in your spirit can cause creation, can cause things to be, can bring things into existence. Shout powerful. It's a combination of both in the human spirit of the Christian. That's why I said you are not ordinary. When you get born again like this and you are coming, you are not ordinary. 
when you release the word of God that is in your spirit. That's why I said the word of God does not work in the Bible. Have I said that before? Yes, sir. Severally. And I explained meditation. So that when the word of God comes into your spirit, it comes into your spirit. You keep filling your heart with the word. You keep filling your heart with the word. You keep filling your spirit with the word. You keep filling your spirit with the word in abundance. Then you release the word. When you release the word, that word that you have released is life. Is spirit. You can't see spirit with your optical eye. So it takes another operation apart from the release. And that is the operation of the Holy Spirit to incubate on the words that you have released. To materialize that which you have released. So that that which you have released takes on the physical or the physical form or the visible form so that we can see it. Whoever I just said. And this happened in a twinkle of an eye. Depending on how loaded you are. So if Christians will understand this and give themselves to the word and to the work with the spirit, great things will happen in your life. The Bible says concerning Jesus, it is when he met Peter. Peter said, Master, we have toiled all the night and we had nothing. Jesus sat on the boat of Peter, preached to the multitudes, full of the word. Was Jesus full of the word? Yes, yes, yes. Some people think that because the Bible says that in the beginning of the word, the word became flesh. So Jesus, the word becoming flesh means that he didn't study anything. No. The Bible says he grew in wisdom. That means that he sat down to study. So when the people came to argue with him, he said, is it not written in your scriptures? When the devil came, he said, it is written. He knew what was written. He wasn't just a miracle worker. He wasn't just a prophet who was ignorant. Or a miracle worker that was ignorant. Or oh, a person who heals the sick and is ignorant. No. He said, is it not written? It is written, sir. Say, it is written. Man shall not live by, by bread alone. Yeah. He was yeah. quoting the Old Testament. Mm. He was quoting the law of Moses. Jesus mm. knew the law of Moses. Yeah. That's why I say, you need to go to church. Jesus went to church as his custom was. Yeah. The Bible says. Yeah. And he read the book. He read the Bible in the synagogue. Yeah. And to that point when the Holy Ghost came into him and he went to the, the, the wilderness and came back. Mm. When he entered, the Bible says that he came to read as his custom was. Yeah. So he was a reader of the word. Open. He was a, a student of the word. Mm. When the people were arguing with him, he says, is it not written in your book? Yes, 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 yes. That you are God's? He knew the word. When the people asked him about divorce, he said, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, gave a bill of divorcement. He knew the word. Come on, shout glory. Glory. So his knowledge of the word of God, fully loaded with the word of God, and the presence of the Holy Spirit that was in Jesus, caused water to become wine. Did you hear what I just said? So, you see, at the point in time, when he met Peter, after he had taught the people, he had done what? Taught the people. Then he told Peter, he says, Peter, launch out into the deep. Launch out where? Into the deep. Catch some fishes. That was what he was saying. Then Peter said, Master, thank you for your teachings. We've been blessed. But we have told all the night. You don't know about that. 
You see that? And had nothing. And had what? Nothing. Nothing again. No wine. No fishes. Oh, this Jesus. But Peter obeyed. And went. And the Bible says that they enclosed great multitude of fishes. Where did the fishes come from? From the words that the master spoke. Materialized by the Holy Ghost. The same thing. So we are building up ourselves for such kind of happenings. Whoever I just said. You give yourself to the word. You give yourself to the spirit. You tell your business to grow. And that business begins to grow. You tell your farmland, grow. You are yielding a great harvest. You say it. You do what? You say it. Don't just sit down saying, oh God, when will my harvest? I don't even know what is happening. No. No. Act like God. Yes, sir. Act like Jesus. Yes, sir. Do you know why? Because you are a child of God. Ah, child of the Bible God. says that God calls the things which be not. Ah, Take Romans chapter 4 verse 17. It says God calls the things which are not there as though they are there. Why? Because Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because with God they are there. Is that too powerful? With God they are there. With God they are what? With God they are there. So he calls the things which be not as though they were. So we the Christian too, we call the things which be not as though they were. Why? Because to God, those things are there. When we read that scripture, we think the things are not there. They are there. Where are they? They are in his word. So when God is calling things, he knows he's calling the things from his word. Amen. The word of God is a conveyor of life. Or the word of God is a conveyor of things in the form of life. Did you hear what I just said? It's a career of things. The word carries babies. The word carries jobs. The word the word carries money. The word carries what are you looking for? It's in the word. But see, it is in the word as life, as spirit, yet to be materialized by the Holy Ghost. So when you imbibe that word and it's in your spirit and you release it out and the Holy Ghost works on it, materializes it, it becomes a physical thing, a tangible object, a tangible thing, a testimony, a miracle. Healing is in the word. Amen. Amen. Who heard what I just said? So make up your mind. That you are giving yourself to the word. And giving yourself to the spirit. Until when you say it will be, it beats. When you say it should become, it becomes. When you say it should happen, it happens. Who wants to be in that level? Who wants to be that level? To say things should be and they be. They become. You call things. Yes, you call things. Just like you call a person's name, you call things. I call my contracts. I call my husband. I call my children. I call my job. Says you call the things which are not there. There you call the things. You are calling them into existence. Who is ready to call certain things right now? Come on, shout glory! Is God not awesome? Is it not powerful? So understand these truths. Understand them. 
and great things will happen in your life. As we come to pray, as we come to call things, tonight you are coming to call forth things. Who is ready to call forth certain things? I said, who is ready to call forth certain things? Wherever you are, just lift up your voice. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. coming to pray for some few minutes wherever you are we are coming to pray and in the prayers we are calling for things I don't know what you want to see happening in your life I don't know what you want to see I don't know your needs Amen but it says he called the things which, which are not there as though they are already there why does he call them as though they are because they are they are in his word so he calls them from his way. He calls them. What are you coming to do right now? Wherever you are, be upstanding. We are coming to pray. Be upstanding. We are coming to pray. We are coming to pray. As we pray in the spirit, you are coming to call for things. Remember, this is a week of what? Ginomai. Say a week of Ginomai. A week of Ginomai. It means that a week to call things to be. That contract will be. That visa will be. That marriage will be. Or become. Or be brought into existence. Or be brought into reality. That vision that is in your heart. With no sponsors. It is time for that vision to be, be a, to take on form Amen. and be real, become a reality, Amen. and come into existence. Amen. Are you are you are you there? Yes, 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 yes. Are you expecting it right yes, now? Wherever you are, we are coming to pray for the next ten minutes, and then as the spirit leads us, we prophesy into your name, into your life. But lift up your voice as you pray. Call forth your need. Call forth your need. Call for that letter. Call for that child. Call for that husband. In the name of Jesus. Masatapaka. What has been done as you call it forth, it will revive. What is dead as you call it forth, it will revive.
before we enter a time of prophecy, we are going to pray for you. We are sick in any part of your body. Or you are afflicted. Or you are going to certain kind of situations. We are speaking into your life in the name of Jesus. Before we go into that section, I want us to pray. This section you have to call for things. You have to open your mouth and call for healing. And call forth pregnancies. And call forth your husband. And call forth what you want to see in manifestation. Just like Jesus. How many of you are ready for that? How many are ready for that? Before we join our faith together. And pray for you. This next two minutes. Begin to call forth things. Open your mouth. Call forth things. Call forth contracts. Call forth babies. Call forth harvest. Call forth things. We call forth your God. In the name of Jesus. We call forth your God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. 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 Thank you, Holy
Christ for you wherever you are. You are demanding the release of your things. You are demanding the release of your things. Anything that must be in your life, in the name of Jesus, we command it to be released. We command it to be released. We command it to be released. Whatever you are saying, Amen. We command it to be released. Respond. We command it to be released. We command them to be released. Everything that has to be released into your life. In the name of Jesus. We command them to be released. We command them to be released. In the name of Jesus. Mommy is going to pray for the sick. You are going to pray and speak into the life of the sick. Receive your things. Receive your things.
wherever you are feeling the pain we are praying right now wherever you are wherever you are watching us this distance is not a barrier I pray Stop, I pray for stomach pain right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. You spread of infirmity. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Anybody having pain in his or her legs. In the name of Jesus. I feel that right now. That somebody is going through pain in his leg. Not just pain, but severe pain. Right now in the mighty name. Name of Jesus. Jesus. You are being healed. In the name of Jesus. The program's name is Ginomai. In the name of Jesus. And everything in your life must become. Must become.
name of Jesus. Cast some miscarriages. In the name of Jesus. I cast miscarriages. In the name of Jesus. I cast miscarriages. In the name of Jesus. I cast miscarriages. Out in the name of Jesus. I cast miscarriages. In the name of Jesus. I cast miscarriages. In the name of Jesus. Hey, 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 hey. Jesus.